Thanks for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more of our programmes, visit brumradio.com. Hello, and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. I'm getting an Halloween movie. Movie, 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 mood. I don't think anybody's going to cast you in a movie without Bella Lugosi impression. It's October, it's supposed to be spooky, spooky skeletons. Ten seconds in a Scatman Rides when he made an appearance. Hi, Dave. Hello. Hi, Keith. Hello. Hi, Cameron. Hello. Hi, Phil. Hiya. Hi, George. Hello. Guy. Talking to us like toddlers, man. I was waiting to see who was the furthest away from the microphone, so they had to like, run in. <laughs> so what have we all been up to this week? Guy, start us off. Um, well, I mean, Ryan, you can talk about our joint event we went to a bit later on, but um, well, we went to see some bears, but you can talk oh, about it. We'll we'll it. It's uh, been a long week. <laughs> uh, I'm actually not going to talk about myself. There's something I want to bring up about a friend of the show. I'm actually going to talk about what happened to them and not me. So our good friend Captain Kirk told me an interesting little story last week. <laughs> he um, apparently he was quite hungover last Saturday morning and he was walking down the street and a four-year-old boy stopped, looked at him and asked him, are you the butter fairy? <laughs> so then, to which Kirk looked really confused and his dad turned around to the boy and went, come on, let's go. So Kirk in his confused state tried to call his lovely wife Jenny, who was doing one of her sewing talks, uh, to ask her what was a butter fairy. Jenny didn't pick up the call, so Kurt spent all day wondering what a butter fairy was. So because Kurt went... doesn't know how to use anything yeah, that's not technology past 1990. Exactly, <laughs> if you send this guy's phone, it's just not good. Um, so anyway, we were out with him last week for drinks, and uh, he told us about this. So we decided to Google a butter fairy. Oh my God. A butter fairy is a pretty but religious girl who doesn't put out... <laughs> I mean, that sounds exactly like so many questions. <laughs> I mean, from behind, you could probably see the confusion because he does have lovely long flowing hair. What? I mean, I mean he's got much better hair than you, for a start off. Nasty. I'm, but like, there's, there are questions here. So like, who who thought of the term butter fairy? I mean, who thought, and who's saying that around a four year old? Yeah, yeah. The dad must have been visibly like shocked to hear that come out of his mouth. Unless you put him up to it. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm, but in my head, it's like, I mean, like, at what point? If I, I wouldn't ever think that's fairy butter cake. I think the f- a four-year-old may have got the words the wrong way round. But he wouldn't be describing as foodstuffs. I mean, Kurt doesn't look like foodstuffs to me, so... He doesn't really look like a fairy either. Like yeah. washing up liquid into your butter. <laughs> it does. I feel like fairy butter on Urban Dictionary is probably like something quite gay. Can you can you look that up, Pete, on Urban Dictionary? Um, (laughs) I'm just gonna go out on a limb. To me, like I'm I'm bemused by the fact that somebody has like come up with this phrase. I mean, like, oh, there's a religious girl. She's attractive. She definitely doesn't put out. Oh, do you watch? She's a butter fairy. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know how you get butter fairy from that. Like a magical being who brings butter. (laughs) I, I know it's a very nasty term, but but a face is something I understand. <laughs> yes. Are you, yes. Are you the, yes. Oh, cop, you've not heard the term butterface She's before. She's got a great body. Butterface. Butter face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it's a really nasty term. But it's, it's really mean, but I do body. use it quite a lot. About Not about women, because that's misogynistic and objectifying, but about men quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> What? Is this the Urban Dictionary? What is that? Oh my god. It's a a fairy. It's a a 
fairy painting some butter it's, onto it, corn on the cob. It's. <laughs> it's <laughs> Please send that, that to Kirk immediately. That looks like a send really... that picture to Kirk. Yeah, can you tag Kirk on that as fake on Facebook, please? <laughs> you know, like when Nans used to crap really rubbish ornaments. Yeah, yes. like, and then get them yes. from a magazine. That's where that's come from. Yes, yeah. so that, that, mm. that's adorned a million Nans nanal pieces. It's a, re- it's a Reader's Digest piece, that is. <laughs> So yeah, that was my week, is being amused at Kirk's expense. Phil, what have you been up to? Except shaving your head. Um, Why did you shave your head? Felt like Let's it. talk about us first. We're coming up to autumn. It's getting chilly in the air. Why did you decide <laughs> to like cut your hair off now when it's getting colder? Shouldn't it be like the summer? I just wanted to do the unexpected, right? I, I also I I felt, I felt like having a bit of attention, and here we are talking about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. But, did you do a Twitter poll asking whether you should cut your hair? No, oh. no. I don't. I don't leave important things like my hair up to the general public. No. Basically, what happened was I was in the hairdressers yesterday. Um, she'd spent this lovely lady spent twenty minutes, you know, like shampooing me, like cutting my hair. And then right at the end, when she was about to, like, take the, um, the shawl thing off, I was like, actually, can you just cut it all off, please? <laughs> How annoyed was she? I mean, a little bit. I was like, sorry, Rita. And then she shaved my head, and then I went, I hate it. <laughs> just, you, just to mess with her. Did you have to pay the full price of the initial haircut? No, I just paid, like, I just paid for one haircut. Did you, like, tip at least? Yeah, I always, you always tip the lady who cuts your hair. No, you don't. Yes, you and that's, no, and that's no. why you look like that, Cameron. <laughs> oh. oh! Hang on a minute. The guy's a student. That's why. We'll give oh, yeah, him that. We'll I was going to say, I can't afford that. to tip him. They're expensive enough. Free haircuts at the student. Yeah, yeah but I don't want oh, students it. cutting my hair. Is that because they like you? <laughs> that tip will get him some cans of beans to last him for a few weeks. <laughs> Have you seen the price of a tin of beans recently? Just <laughs> get value in it. Have you seen the price of a haircut? Obviously not. Extortion. Kind of. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I meant for everyone besides Guy. Guy Starling, wet poodle this week. <laughs> <laughs> I finally learned how to tie my hair back this week, so I went in. I, walk, I, I couldn't have been able to do it, so I walked into work on Monday, looking like four, and everyone was like, oh my god. And I was like, oh yeah! Bring Congratulations, it. you've learned the skills. Yeah, I was, getting, I was getting attention. <laughs> I, I felt like I was Phil Ellis for the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, everyone should feel that for one day. And then anyway. get out of the way because it's back to Phil. <laughs> yeah, I just feel uncomfortable after that. Anyway, what else are you reading up to? Um, so on Tuesday, um, as part of Birmingham's comedy and literature festivals, I went to an evening with Joe Lysett and uh, MP Jess Phillips. Did you start your there. picture? Yes, Mr. Lysett, if you're listening, I know that you are a friend of Brum Radio. I tweeted a photo and I added him and Jess in it because he was daring um, Jess to text the unicorn emoji to Jeremy Corbyn and she went oh it's fine I'll just tell him it was Russia um, and, uh, and then he, he lifted that photo from Twitter and uh, stuck it on his Instagram without attribution do you know what I think if you try to um, get credit out of him he'll budget back for you I mean anyway it was a fun night and then the next evening I went to the Big Sleuth charity auction watch some bears go watch some bears go under the hammer <laughs> <laughs> like it's a like it's a really weird animal shelter. <laughs> Did you wait for Bussy Bird to go? I I could not wait for Bussy. Um, Philip Ellis does not wait for Bussy. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I um my my so I, I watched um Spock the Spock Bear go yeah. um and Mary Berry's Soggy Bottom, um which was the the lovely pretty one that was in my uh, Facebook profile photo for ages because I and thought it was really cute at Resorts World. Yes, when we had our little outing. 
profile work picture where you actually had hair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've shaved my head. Like, get over it. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> as it was the number 82, did you buy Bussy there? Uh, no. <laughs> you probably would have just about cost the same amount as your bus pass for a year. Well, no, it was due to be auctioned at about half past eight. Uh, and it still hadn't turned up by ten o'clock. So I just, <laughs> I just gave up. Dave, what have you been up to this week? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, as, as, as I mentioned last week, I've uh, lost my job, unfortunately. So this week has been spent hitting the, uh, the job boards, unfortunately. It's a rather boring week. Lots of Netflix, though. And I... And you might have Caribbean food coming up there. Well, maybe. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um, have you done the traditional route going to the job centre? What's it like at the job centre these I days? Wouldn't know. I haven't, haven't been yet. So I'm officially this week. I'm, I've been on gardening leave, so I can't actually sign up for the job centre. Do, be... do you know? What? I know. I know your situation. Gardening leave. It's, it's, it's good. But you, when you're basically like, oh yeah. Your Somebody leaves, was like... that shocked in the kitchen. They Yeah, that's the dream. <laughs> that is that is a dream. If you are, you know, it is great. Yeah. Well, like I said, gardening can... leave when you're living in a flat though does not sound as fun as it should do. No, it's like I say, it's just it's essentially just balcony sit. leave. Yeah, that our flat is, plants. Our flat is the tidiest it's been in months, though. Yeah. I have to say, it works out quite well for me. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you, you and your what? 19 days straight at work? Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you remember this when you go to the job centre and then you slightly find a job and you come out with like a big receipt, the job printed on, like a receipt, like a big, like a really streamlined piece of paper? I don't like know, I've not been out of work for You walk out like with a set of receipts for jobs that you need to apply for. Yeah. So I was, was going to say, I've not been out for work more than two weeks since before the millennium, so. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been in a job centre. I'll say, I've been to the job centre. I've never used the job centre boards for any jobs because they're usually crap. Mm. Anything I do is through stuff like Read, Indeed, or actual recruitment agencies, not the, not the monkeys that, are, that work at the job centre. Oh, <laughs> oh, you just shut yourself up. <laughs> there we go. We've got a great opportunity. Hang on a minute. I heard what you said about us. <laughs> You're that day, Whitney. <laughs> Did anybody watch that sitcom on ITV2 a few years ago where it was set in the job centre? Uh, oh, I think so, yeah. And it had him what from Almost Human in it. And being human. Being human. Russell Tovey, yes. the man yeah. with the ears. The man yeah. that Russell T. Davis clearly wants to marry. Yeah, <laughs> ba- basically. Wasn't he in that episode of Sherlock as well? Oh my god, yeah, and they tried to make him posh and it was it was it was messy. Sorry, Phil, what what program did Ryan just say? What how do you say it? Is it Sherlock? Sherlock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well okay, actually there was a a bear as part of the big sleuth, just to loop back to my story, and it was called (laughs) Bearlock. Which is basically like. Did you call him Beerlock? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not Sherlock, is it? It's not shirt. It's like it wasn't Burlock either. <laughs> Burk. <laughs> Love that. <Ryan's> <laughs> but to make that rhyme with bear, like that, that would be Sherlock. So now I'm imagining Cher in one of those deer stalkers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Her Sherlock. Exactly. In, Sherlock. in the, in the in turn the back time with a, with a pipe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Believe imagine a Sherlock detective. George. 
What have you been up to this week? Uh, well, I did 19 days at work in a row, so I've reached this weird point of delirium now. It's it's weird. I also went to a bloggers event yesterday at a very expensive wedding shop where they gave us food to eat, which always seems like a bad idea around expensive white well, clothing. Well, the chocolate Why? Cake. No, they're trying to give us deep fried prawns on like with sweet chili dips, and I'm kind of going, sweet I don't, I don't want to dip for a start, and like what, am, and it's that rude thing where they give you canapes at an event that have got like a tail bit on, and then don't give you anything to do with it, so you're just kind of walking around with a handful of prawn tails, <laughs> like, <laughs> next to a selection of dresses, going, okay, with pockets. Unfortunately, few of those exist, but yeah, it was a vaguely terrifying experience of just kind of going, all of these dresses cost more than everything I own, and you. Want me to drink a glass of wine next to it and eat things? Like who, whose idea was this? They were beautiful dresses, though. I just kind of stood in a terrified manner in the middle of the shop and tried not to touch anything. Seafood inside a wedding dress just makes me think bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Callum, what have you been up to this week? Uh, my week has sort of just been recovering from hangovers and very, very little amounts of sleep. So Phil's <laughs> week. Tommy Phil Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like, week, I basically. <laughs> Come so with me. proud. I will teach you everything I learn. <laughs> you don't need uni. You just need drink. Don't pay for your own drinks. <laughs> Nick, great before great, great before great. Great, what? Um, well, I had grain before grape plus. No, wait, what was it? What's the nursery rhyme? Beer before wine, <laughs> mix until time. I don't think that's a nursery rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> was in my house. Wine before beer. Wine before beer makes you feel like Philip Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so where have you been on your epic nights and has any, any shenanigans happened? Shenanigans? Oh, you've found yourself in any, like, uncompromising positions? <laughs> In all honesty, no, because I don't get that wrecked. But... See, the question I have, Callum, is were you at the rave at Greg's the other day? I wasn't, but I saw the pictures of it and I wish I'd gone. What, what? Sorry, that was not a rave. If you've got bouncers, red carpet and a queue, that is not no, a rave. No, that is just that a nightclub. That is not a rave. Club. No. The, the yes. photograph that put the iTunes Birmingham sent out was amazing. There's a girl at the front of the queue with one of those big inflatable donuts that was supposed oh. to be like the swimming pool things. Mm. Whoever that girl is, I want to be your friend. Like, yeah. genius. You're going to a rave in a cake shop she had a full with your own inflatable donuts. I think she had a whoop of sausage roll coming out. Yeah, I was, yeah, was going to say, was it a look of disgust or a full-on gurn? I'm not quite sure. Wasn't, wasn't amazing. Just, wasn't that just the queue for coffee? <laughs> <laughs> getting in there early but it's, it's if you've got red carpet it is not a rave the whole point of a rave is it's supposed to be like, so in do a we disused warehouse somewhere so was this just like supposed to be a nightclub in a Greg's then pretty much could we get could you get food there <laughs> were you able to get food oh could you have, could you like have a pint and then sausage bean and cheese this, and this, and this, and at the same time. this is what all nightclubs are missing because I had to leave the nightclub last night because I wanted chicken but imagine, imagine if you <laughs> imagine if you could get a sausage roll in the club, and then you could be like, right, I'm. Which club did you go to, Phil? One of the places back home, they used to have. There was a pie shop in the in the nightclub. Well, Nightingale mm. used to have like a little diner on the second floor, and now it's closed. It's like a dance room. It's like, oh, like more dancing. Like, how much dancing do we really need? What I want <laughs> is curly fries. Isn't there a health and safety risk here, though? So let's say you're having a raving Greg, so you're using a sausage roll, or, you know, like a pie. <laughs> like a glaze you know, like <laughs> And all of a sudden, someone gets whacked in the eye, you know, and, like, the sausage squeezes out of the roll. <laughs> just squeezes your eye. Someone gets hit in the roll, but the eye by a roll, you know. That's a health and safety hazard waiting to happen in Greg's, do you know what I mean? 
I think you're just wrong, guy. I think you're just wrong. Just it's a fantastic idea and it needs to I'm just thinking, does all alcohol come as a meal deal? So you can't have just a pint. You have to have a pint, a packet of crisps, and a pasty. Yeah. <laughs> Because that would be amazing, like an alcoholic meal, like an alcoholic version of meal deal. Like you get your sandwich, yeah. packet of crisps, and then just a pint. I think the thing that baffled me the most about it, though, was from looks of it, it was the Greg's on Cherry Street, which is no, it's on High Street. Was it? It's the one on the High Street. One ah, high street it was the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, fair enough. Why? I was thinking it was the. I mean, it's still not that big. There's no. not that much room no. for partying in there. Why did this happen, though? I think it was uh, somebody probably just being employed who's just left university. Went, oh, I've got a massive idea for promotion. And everybody's fed into it. I think it worked. Yeah. I mean, everybody's talking worked. about yeah. it, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not going to lie. Jo- George told me about it, and I, just, I thought you were kidding. Sounds like I'm in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm here. Yeah. Oh, my God, the rubber ring around me. <laughs> yeah, so I sort of think, there's a raving Greg's. Yeah, right, what's next? Yeah. I mean, where, where have you been on your nights out anyway, Callum? Uh, it's kind of more nights in, so like... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know, you know how it is when you're a student. So house, Christi- pa- house parties, flat parties. Those Christians not left yet. <laughs> Slept over. <laughs> this is where you go to other people's flats and houses. But yeah, the no. Pre-lash. I, I was gonna say, I think I prefer. Or is how- pre-lash not a thing anymore? Do you just is that all it is now? Well, you just call it freeze. Um, <laughs> I don't oh, know. <laughs> Down with the kids here. God, the use. <laughs> well, no, but you. I don't know. It's like. It's so expensive to go out, and it's just so, more fun to... What just... quality of alcohol are we talking about? Because I'm assuming this is, like, Bud Light kind of beer level. Oh, no, Bud Light's horrible. I know, that's why students drink it. Mate, no! Mate, nobody no. drinks Bud Light. No, what, students, what drink, students drink Americans Budweiser. Do. Students drink Budweiser. They drink proper well, That's still rubbish. It's not... Oh, it's alright it if you're... It's alright just to... Yeah, down you and... Be ha- you're British, you're having warm, sturdy ale. I saw someone. Not on a night. Not when you're trying to get like. What's wrong with good old cider and black? I saw. Oh, I, I saw no. someone. I saw someone with a pint of cider and black last night, and I was like, that takes me back. Oh, nice. the pur- the purple sick. Retro. Oh, wow. No. Keith, what are you reading up to? He Fighting went to a Greg's. party at a Greg's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, while that was going on, I was leading a crack team of specialists to infiltrate a server farm in a rogue nation to hack the data that's being used for Westminster's travel uh, live timetable data uh, <laughs> to Why fix were you it. Trying to correct it. We were trying to correct it, yeah, because it's a little off. So we were trying to fix it. Yeah, it all went. It all went. Um, trying to think of a term to use. Something up. Uh, yeah, we were chased out. It was. It was. It was a bit of a disaster. We, we had to kind of like completely, uh, you know, deny you everything. To Mr. Robot on the way out. Yeah. It was, it was a complete denial situation. I wasn't there. Oh, I've just admitted it on the radio, so that's a bad idea. Um, yeah, we, we infiltrated inside Bussy Bear. Boots like we all didn't. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> that, Actually, I was inside was. that inside bear. Inside all the bears. Yeah, yeah, we were all inside those bears. It was pretty cool. Tell the truth, Keith. You were wet. you were going to go to that Greg's rave, but the bus didn't turn up in time. Uh, yeah, it was we know what Keith did all week. He just spent all, all week cleaning his bottle out. He's, he's I may have spent all week cleaning my bottle out. I do have a brush specially for it. Have you found the ultimate technique yet? Just, just is it, is it all in it's, the it's push and twist. It's all, all about wrist. push and twist. Just don't pull out too fast. And. Um, <laughs> Last week, Phil with the other <laughs> end. This week, you with some ball. It's it's all about the culinary skills. 
We should all go on that, like, you know, family bake-off thing. We, and do we it. should do a Geeky Mummy Ready Steady Cook. Yeah. What would we cook? <laughs> Here's something we bought from the Teeps. There you go. Ready-made. We'll mash them together. Roll them up in melted chocolate, which you do quite easily in this studio. Yes. And Phil will be like, I don't cook. Just stand there. Oh, actually, no, he could make his pie. I, I, I'm an amazing cook. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to be impeccable at it. <laughs> Brian, what have you been doing? I had a really busy week, actually. So you went to see the bears on Sunday before they disappeared. We did. You got stuck in a bear. <laughs> We've all been there. Well, Brian's got a great picture of me trying to sit in the bear that you could sit in, but the picture so it looks like something else is happening to me because I couldn't fit into it properly, so I'm sort of like propped in it. But then Ryan took the picture, it's kind of like, oh, kind of look a little bit dodgy here. So, Shall we um, tell them about the man? Yes, do tell about the man. So we were, we had the 2pm viewing of the bears and there was loads of brownies running around alongside other children and there was an old man with a camera and this old man had decided he wants to take a picture of each individual bear from the front and back with no other people in the picture during the bears farewell weekend at Millennium Point where lots of tickets are being sold. This man looked like an angry skinny stanter, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, or, or Dave Massey from the future. Red cagoule, backpack, oh, camera, wow. big white bushy beard. And our first encounter was I was taking a picture of one of the said bears, and he <laughs> just slides into the side of me like that, just gives me a bump, and then goes, Excuse me. Bit of bump so, and grind. so I moved two paces over, and he went, No, out of the way, I need to take a picture of this bear. Oh my god. What? Why? Did I hope you hit him with your car. Oh, no, no, no. Ryan, Ryan was shot. Me and my girlfriend were like, what the hell just happened? That was a, yes. like a pause, like everything fell silent, and we were like... So me and Guy came up with a plan. We'd oh. be in every single one of his pictures in the background staring <gasps> at him. Oh, <laughs> that is so, so petty, when he re- I love it. So when he reviews the pictures, all you'll have is me and Guy in the background. And you like, don't want this like, scout like, in the background. Like, like really petty ghosts. <laughs> yes. is, it, is this someone who you know who they no, are before that? So it's just someone you just met on the day. Angry man. Yeah, he was just... He was just and he was like, basically, he was at the age of pushing kids. He was a right pecker. Yes. So there's somewhere, probably on the internet, scowling pictures of you and Guy yeah. in the background of these guys. We, we almost thought, like, should we just like hide behind the bears and wait to take the picture, then just pop around? He was getting so annoyed, though. I think <laughs> we pushed him to breaking point. Where Ryan, he was about to take a picture of a bear, and then Ryan told me and Viv to stand by a bear and pose, and then we just deliberately like messed around for ages, like lined the photo up, and me and Viv were just leaning next to the bear. Well, he'd taken the picture like... of the front of the bear, so we decided, right, he's gone around the back to take the back picture of the bear. Guy and Viv jump into the picture... Put your arms around the bear. Ah. And take like four or five pictures, and all you hear from the background of the bear was. He was getting so vexed at children. Everybody. It's like, why do you need a picture of a hundred painted bears, you loser? On the last day, when everybody's come to see the bears. Just buy the guidebook. There's a book with them all printed in. Here you go, job done. Go. Buy the tea towel. Buy, buy the book. Go to the pub, have a pint. Simple as. Why do you need your own personal pictures of it? Was he Talking like a... of that, when we'd gone into Millennium Point, had to wander around, and then come back out and went to the pub for a pint, as we were sitting down halfway for our pints, that's when he finally comes out of the oh, pit yeah. for the go and see the rest of the bears. And you only had an hour a lot of time. He went over his hour. He was you there for at least three. two. Yeah. Two to three hours. Was he there with like a serious camera? Was he a serious photographer, or was he just on his phone? It was a serious blend. That's what he was. It was a reasonably expensive camera, but it was—you could tell he was an amateur photographer. 
fair enough. I would have like when he bumped into me, I would have like bumped back into him and made him drop that. Expensive and he was plainly retired. To- so if anybody in the world had had enough time to go and see all the bears whilst they were dotted around town, it would have been him. I'd have been wa- I'd have been waiting for him to frame his shot just as he was lining up perfectly. And then be like, oh, and just, excuse, oh me, yeah, excuse me, excuse just me, bump excuse him. me, just bump no. him. <laughs> oh, oh, we hope that when he puts all these pictures into an album and slideshows them to his family, which you know Blatney is going to do, all <laughs> oh, those poor people, that they that they take some comfort and joy in seeing my and guys scowling faces for the entire time. We look like a couple of vengeful ghosts. <laughs> I think they should make a proper gif of it, and also was up for an award. That you didn't win? Nope. Sorry about that. Never mind. But I did do a talk at the Mac. Yes, you did. Come through! Which was alright. I didn't vomit. I didn't cry. I didn't fall (laughs) into a puddle on the floor. So I made it through. Public speaking's ace. Like, it's just, it's free attention. Well, that was my first ever time (laughs) doing public speaking. I'm not an old hat addict like you are. Are you? Well, I, but do do you have the bug now? I enjoyed. You it, want to yes. do more of it? I would do more, yeah. and I think by the it's end like of it, crack. with how, the Q and A session, I was like settled down. Then how big a crowd are we talking? Phil and George today. Fifty odd people. That's reasonable, reasonable size. Crowd. Reasonable. It's iconic. <laughs> My advice to Ryan was, and I was called inspirational, and I will take that to the grave. Oh, Aww. on your tombstone, Ryan <laughs> Parrish, inspirational. I, I gave Ryan some advice before he went on a sentiment message on Facebook, and I was like, if you get nervous, just imagine Dave Massey in his pants. <laughs> well, all I could think of was the help. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Dave his pants in his backpack. <laughs> what goes on in your mind in the pri- in the privacy of your own home, guy? That is entirely up to you. Well, I'm enjoying that now. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> fiddling oh. with the straps on the back. Anyway, time to move on. I think Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. We'll try and keep this shorter than the movie, <laughs> which was. That won't be uh, hard. Yeah, I'm still confused. Yeah. Yeah. So George and Dave and I went to watch this on Thursday night and. I have many thoughts, all of them confused. Yeah, yeah that about sums it up, yeah. I think. It looked beautiful. It's yeah. a stunning movie. Yeah. If, if you want somebody who's into the cinematography, like, I'm yeah, sure Keith is going to love this. Yeah. I think every it single shot, you could pretty much print that out and stick it yeah. on the wall and it wouldn't look bad. Yeah. Great for Gosling fans because there's a lot of Gosling brooding well, in a coat. Yeah. And it's a lovely coat, so again, if you like men's outerwear, this is a great movie <laughs> for you. Um, <laughs> I, d- I don't think it was three hours worth of story, though. No, they could have got no. that plot into an hour and a half, yeah, two yeah. hours 90 tops. minutes of movie made yeah. three hours from long, long establishing shots. Yes, yeah. and I think, I think for the, the, the soundtrack, they, found, they used all the horns from Inception, yeah. borrowed all the ones from, the, from every Star Trek theme ever, yes. and just sort of all mashed them together. And then just put like a gravelly bit on the bottom of it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. When we left the cinema, I had a headache from how yeah. harsh those horns were. It, it was in serious need of a bit of Vangelis. I think to lighten yeah it needs a little bit of humour I did enjoy it I think it took me a couple of days to decide I'd enjoyed it I admit I had to go and think about it first and it is a good movie but I'm I'm most familiar with the book rather than the original movie and I think it is missing some of that touches of humour like there's a whole lot of silliness in the book with the you know the the synthetic sheep has gone wrong and he's embarrassed that the neighbours will find out that they can't afford a real one and they've got this synthetic sheep and it's all very silly and I missed that it was very doom and gloom and despair I think it was pretty much most two hours of it was just brooding. 
Yeah. Mm. It was just like oh, lot of everything's rubbish and like, we're all just brewed in the corner here. Yeah. Keith. Yeah, I saw it um, last Sunday, having watched the original Blade Runner the day before. So final it was kind cut. of fresh in. Did you decide? I watched I, w- I decided to watch the final cut in the end. And then having watched it realised it wasn't my favourite version of it. Directors. Um, I'm torn because the first time I saw it was the eighty two cut with the narration and the and the happy ending, which I still kind of love the director's cut is is probably the the better version of it Uh, and i agree mostly with what you're saying it's it was a beautifully made film i liked it a lot uh i'm still thinking about it now there's lots of things in it that i kind of find strange and unusual and stuff uh even though i'm a big ryan gosling's biggest fan it was serviceable but he was he was a machine i've called him a plank in the past um (laughs) don't be so rude to planks but um, but it suited the character. I think. Yeah, he was he was you know he's a replicant. I think that's Spoilers. pretty much well. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's pretty much kind of yeah. common knowledge. Um, and he is shot beautifully. Uh, but I, as much as I liked it, I didn't love it like I did the original film. There was, I didn't feel there was a an emotional heart to it as much as there was in the original one. No, and I think my biggest disappointment we said this at the cinema when we was leaving was Jared Leto. Oh, he, he, yeah. Even the bits he, he was there? in, he was just, why are you here? We could have had that played by anybody yeah, else. Uh, why are you doing the voice from Mandarin from Iron Man 3 for yeah, a start off? Yeah. Looking wistfully off into the corner. Let's Blind people don't just look look randomly at objects yeah, for long Let's be honest, Jared, Jared Leto wasn't playing a character as much as he was. It was just an exaggerated version of himself. Yeah. I think the film will have lost people on his character for not including the Nexus Dawn short as part yeah. of the main story. Because that I, at least sets out... The fact that he is less human than, than anybody else. I would have been happier if they'd cut 15 minutes out of the actual film and showed all three of the little prequel stories in the build-up to it. I think yeah. that would have made a lot more sense. Because you have um big wrestling guy. I can never remember his name. Dave, Dave Batista. Dave Batista's character. It's Nothing's explained about that in the opening shot of the movie. It's just Dave Batista's there. Ryan Gosling turns up. Don't and, and a kerfuffle happens, but you don't have that backstory of what you had in the in the prequel yeah. short movies, which you had to go and find out yourself. But that would have been a lot more engaging and rich, more storytelling. Well, they're probably saving that for the director's final definitive cut, the super duper triple Blu-ray. Yes, case, yeah. but I thought it was interesting as well that this one in the in the first film, I know I knew the names of all the characters. Yeah. You know, all the replicants had quite clear identities. Pris, Zora, yeah. Leon, yeah. Roy. In this one, it just seemed like nobody really had any identity. And the only one that did was the one that was being constantly forced at you. Was, and was Joy. Yeah. And, and she was the most interesting character in the whole thing. I, but then I again, I loved that, Joy. I think that August Davis did a really yeah. good job of But the Joy. thing, that, what troubled me with the Joy was, is that Joy was only ever represented as a woman. Yeah. And I, I can see why there might be reasons why you won't have giant ding-dongs flying around in the screen in front of you. But why was why were all of those, the majority of those representations of, of these characters as as females? Why, you know, the, the, yeah. only, the only male replicants we get are Dave Batista's and, and Kay. Yeah. And most of the rest are, are females. And their females are not portrayed in a particularly oh, no, it's um, very good way. And, and I know even we had the, that. Even the lieutenant in the character, she gets treated very heavily. Yeah. And I know we have that in the original, you know, where Deckard literally forces himself on Rachel, uh, you yeah. know he he tells her that this is what she wants. Um, but I think as well, this one clearly for me puts me definitely in the camp of of Rick is not a replicant. Yes, he, there's no there's no there's no kind of middle no. ground now. He he must be a human. 
I was very disappointed with James, Edward James almost his cameo as well. It's like I could have done with an extra ten minutes of him. They could have done a lot more with that. Guy, you've seen this? Yeah. Uh, how do you spell Joy? Is it J O I? It was J O double I. Yes. Okay. All right. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was all right. It was. It's not the five star movie they're making it out to be. It's four yeah. at best. I'll say I've I've heard from a lot of people. I'm say I like I've said the other week. I'm not particularly a fan of Blade, the original Blade Runner. Like I've seen it once and I thought it was all right. Yeah. And it's one of those things where if you go into it cold like I did, I, I meant to go around and watch the like the prequel, the preview stuff, and yeah. you know watch the original that sort of thing. Never got around to it. So going in, yeah, there's a lot that doesn't make sense. So it's one of those things where it it kind of feels like you have to go back and watch. Stuff and like watch these, like watch the little, uh, the, 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 the little short stories, short stories, stories yeah, it like to, to just to fill in gaps. It sounds like Blade Runner though. They got it right, I think. It I just think was too visually, long. yes. Yeah. Too long. Yeah. Visually, yes. Musically, no. Not in any way, shape, or form. It missed that eighties synth. Is Vangelis dead? Uh, I'm not actually sure. Give that a Google. I don't, I don't think he is, but, but the, cho- the found, choice of anybody they yeah. could have. I mean, I, yeah. I have very difficult times with Hans Zimmer's soundtracks he's he's not a, he's not somebody who composes memorable soundtracks for me and, and he's 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 it was a retread of inception it was just big boomy, grunty yeah. it was noises. the moment yeah i was going to say i mean i don't know whether it was the the sound cuz we obviously we went to see it at the audio in new street mm. i don't know whether it was the sound in that cinema or whether it's just something that's it, that but the chairs were vibrating and yeah i was going to say it was very basic yeah it was very very brash i thought very yeah, but I missed like the, the jazzy elements of it. I mean, we had a bit of Frank Sinatra turn up in there. There's there that little bit of 50s music that scattered through. But that wasn't enough to draw the film together. The whole point of Vangelis' soundtrack was it was a compliment to this, what was going on on yeah. screen. I, I mean, whereas Hans Zimmer's was a detraction from what was going it on was, it was But it was definitely, the original Blade Runner was a, a film noir. And that's why it was kind of reflecting that kind of period, that kind of sleazy, jazzy, yeah. smoky, dark, misty type but of things. To me, and that's they've gone the world of Blade Runner. Yeah, they went a little bit light with it. A lot of a lot of scenes were in the daylight, kind of shrouded in mist. Yeah, and I kind of I think that lost a little bit of the thing. And also the product placement for Sony. Oh, oh my God! You know, I we oh, had it at the beginning. Terrible. Yeah, it was kind of a bit, that, yeah. that product placement stuff was a bit. Well, it was nice it's to see Pan Am and Atari. Yeah, adverts would have been fun. Yeah. Like it was so obvious. I mean, I know that they've got to fund these movies somehow, but it doesn't need to be that obvious that he literally flies past an enormous logo for Atari or God knows what. Just really. And again, it's that retread of every cinematographer's wet dream at the minute of blue and orange. Mm. That's all it was on screen. There was yeah. no individuality in the career it's always this really restricted colour palette of first we'll go blue then we'll go orange then we'll go blue then we'll go orange and even the last scene it went just straight back from orange to blue again and it was kind of like mm. that Roger Deakins who's done a lot of yeah. work with um, lots of other directors I know he's Mark Commode's favourite cinematographer Yeah, but it, it, it's a film you should see I think yes. you should go and see it you should go and, and to use the word experience it um, but, but it I, I just didn't love it I just didn't love it. I didn't feel there was there wasn't that moment. There's the moment at the end of Blade Runner where Roy and Rick are there. It needed, and the, it's, it needed the tears in the rain speech. Yeah, it needed that that grounded the film to the point. And you, they yeah. kind of try to reach for it. Yeah, but 
in, to, to, in the way the film represents certain things, it's behind a barrier. Yeah. You can't touch it. You know it's there, but yeah. you can't get to it. It's, be, it's, it's being kept it's away look, from you. It's look, don't touch. Yeah, and that's the entire film. Yeah. Yeah. It, as I said, it's a visually stunning feast. So if you like visually appealing movies, I really recommend to go and watch it. Mm. And you will have a number by the end of it. Because as we said, it does run three hours. But I don't know. I'm struggling to recommend this as it's not essential necess- necessary to know. No. And the whole leaving it open for another blatant sequel at the end of it. Which won't it's, it's flopped. But Sony is trying to franchise every single bit of property it has at the minute to try and keep up with these Marvel movies. Mm. And it's I don't know. I was left wanting a lot more. Keith. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think it it does. It, it's not helped the fact that we had. Uh, on Channel 4 recently, the Philip K. Dick uh, Electric Dreams yeah. series, which did The Commuter in an hour, uh, which was kind of talking about similar themes. And, and that's the thing with Dick. All his themes are very similar. <laughs> but they're all, they're all, he's, he's talking about kind of like, you know, the, 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 what it is to be human and what, yes. what reality is. And I think what we got in like 50 minutes of The Commuter said a lot more and was a lot more powerful. kind of powerful than what we got in three hours of Blade Runner. I like it. I like it a lot. I, I would recommend it. Uh, I just don't love it. I don't think it's going to be something that in 30 years' time I'll be thinking of in the same way I do the original. Read Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep instead. I like my mushrooms in starships. I like them sending me across the galaxy. I like my mushrooms. I like them sending me across the galaxy. It's Star Trek Discovery talk time. Sending you across the galaxy instantaneously. Yeah, through the mycelium slip something or whatever. Right, so spoilers, Star Trek Discovery, four episodes in. I thought it was about time that we have a recap and yeah. see how we're feeling. I mean, it, it feels like the show has finally begun after yeah. four weeks. Yes. It took a while to get there. Um, they but... killed off a hell of a lot of people on the way. Oh my God, so again, spoilers, but the 24th, the 20, what, 22nd, 23rd century is yes. not a safe place to be an Asian woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is just, like, I, I, I'm kind of... I'm kind of sick of the whole, like, no one's safe style of TV writing. Yeah. I want to actually get to know these characters now without yeah. them being killed off willy-nilly. It's, it's, just, it's, it's the not Walking sh- Dead methodology, isn't it? It's like, like Walking Dead, in, Game of Thrones. Yeah. But it's like, that's not what Star Trek is about. Like, when a character dies in Star Trek, it's meant to mean something. Especially when it's a man, member of the command crew. They're, like, they're yeah. supposed to stick around at all point. The red shirts are fine, get rid of them. But we, just, yeah, we haven't yeah. spent enough time with the bridge crew to actually care when one yeah. of them is, like, dies in the, most, in the dumbest way possible. Yeah. Like, um, this person... Person was meant to be a highly trained Tactical. space cop, basically, yeah. and she was just like, Ugh. I mean, yeah, it was kind of like, if, if you're going to be that dumb, you kind of deserve yeah, to it, die. It was a bit blatantly, we're getting you out of the way now, so Michael can take your spot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and equally, we probably couldn't afford to keep keep your character under contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We spent all that money on Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> yeah. But isn't Michelle Yeoh amazing? She was iconic. Yeah, she was a and she was still amazing this I week. Just, I mean, she's had. Basically, what an hour and a bit of screen time, and she yeah. is going to go down as one of the most like the, one of my favorite characters from this yeah. show so far. Yeah. She was just so brilliant, and she, she played was, she played a Star Trek captain. She was like the pinnacle the, of Star Trek captains. Yeah, yeah, she was she was a little bit Janeway, a little bit Picard, yeah. a little bit. She was you know she was sort of had that dry humor, but she yeah. was noble and brave. Oh my, it was I, I just I loved her. Yeah, are we are, are we doing spoilers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The fact that they took the time and effort to tell us the Klingons ate her. Oh my god. She oh. is coming back later in the series. There is no way you're going to put a line like that in 
to kind of like prevent people thinking she's coming back. It's Brian Fuller. It's, 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 it's like, doing oh, the usual yeah. dodge swerve. But um, I, I'm loving it at the moment. I mean, I'm pretty much calling out all the plot twists. It was like, yeah. you know, the tardigrade. Oh, halfway through. I'll be, I'll be the navigator. And yeah. the fact that the galaxy is basically the heart of gold yeah. as well. I mean, I'm waiting for the point they all turn into sofas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty much described by, what was the other ship called? The Gary or something? The Glen. The Glen. The yeah. <laughs> what a name for a starship trip. I, <laughs> it's like the Discovery. Glenn. The Glen. I think it was like one of the writers probably has like a... a, a Dad called Glenn or something. Yeah. It's like a yeah, little I think it was out. a tribute to John um, Glenn. Yeah, John Glenn, one yeah. of the kind of like the Gemini astronauts. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Does it, it feel they, like Star Trek yet? It still feels too Abramsy for me. Mm. It's I I I I I feel like we're not we're still not getting the adventure of the week that I really want. Yeah. I, I, I it's very serialized and I know that that's how TV works these days. Yeah. But I want them just to go to a planet and meet strange aliens and yeah. and have it all be resolved. And we have that. that in the first yeah. episode. I mean that that first establishing 10 15 minutes where it's just Michelle, Michael and Michelle Yeoh's character yeah, on that, the planet. That was, that was, that was yes, brilliant and that's that what is, I wanted. Yeah. That's what I expected Star Trek Discovery and to be. When she was um in the spacesuit investigating like the stranger yeah. and just her narration like when she's like and she's like just describing this object like yeah. that I I was loving that because that felt like Star Trek. Yeah. But again that just reminded me straight away of Beyond with the whole chase scene at the start of the movie. Yes. It just felt like a retread yeah. of that a little bit. I do like the fact that this week we got Captain Lorca's catchphrase. Because everybody knows that Picard was engaged. And like Captain Lorca's now, go! It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's Jason, love it. It just, it's, uh, it, it just reminded me of Tim Gunn in Project Runway. Make it work. But it, <laughs> I did love that tease of a fight scene that we had. It was a proper full-on Star Trek tease that was the whole pop-up over the planet. Destroy the ships, gone. Yeah. Yes, and you can tell it's blatantly like this is stuff that Star Trek are. It is black ops people do. Yes, no, they want mm-hmm. Starfleet to not know the ship exists, who's on board. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think I I called called it when we were watching this. The it's third section episode. thirty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah the section thirty-one black ops board. And I think it's basically the entire crew is people that they've pretended to, to have been killed off at some yes. point on other yeah. ships, and now like this whole bit with the prison ship disappearing. That's how they got away with Michael being allowed on the yeah. ship. And I think only the Admiral knows the ship exists. Mm. I think the writers have got to be wary of writing themselves into a corner. Yeah. The, the, the difficulty they've got is setting themselves between the time of Enterprise and TOS. Yeah. Is there's only so much wiggle room. There's only so much we as an audience will accept. And, I'm, and, and I don't mind the whole idea of the ships we are seeing don't look like the Enterprise in, yeah. in TOS. It's because that was 1967. You know? Yeah. Technology's moved on. Get over it. It doesn't look like it. If, the, if, the, if TOS was made now, that's what it would look yeah. like. So I'm, I'm not bothered no, by the I'm, trappings I, of I it. Can, I can understand the uniforms slightly annoyed me a bit because it's kind of like yeah. it's not even a halfway house between and Enterprise like and TOS. You get some of the sounds. I love the uniforms, though. They look uh, they, so they cool. They really look cool, but they don't have any connection or correlation to that timeline. I mean, but it doesn't that, really fit. But this yeah. week had that whole opening sequence of the replicator making yeah. the uniform, and I don't know if anybody's seen the... Uh, on his trailer about TOS yeah. they called it Star Trek Lightning and it was like the opening of Discovery was like here's our Star Trek Lightning which <laughs> was quite cool but the one bit I really did enjoy and I've completely lost my train of thought now uh, where was I yep completely lost it carry on something else <laughs> okay, um, too many mushrooms Ryan oh no yes getting around the warp 10 factor 
Yeah. It's, uh, and this is how they've managed to dodge it with the whole mushroom yeah, mushroom or, space drive. The technology that does not exist in any later timeline, so they're going to yeah. have to well, write it out of the story in some way. We know it's gone wrong with the Glen, so yeah. I'm assuming at some point Discovery, it's the engine, it's going to blow up and they're going to have to go with a normal yeah. warp core at some My point. My theory is that the tardigrade, basically, it's going to be like, we're torturing this animal in order to yeah. achieve these yeah. speeds, and it's going to be, they're going to like make it illegal or something. Yeah. I mean, I did... D- didn't understand why they put it back in the cell afterwards because they had that whole sequence where the tardigrade was in in the in the in the, in, in the wood in the forest. Yeah. Why don't they release it back in there? But I had read previously that that character was going to be in a previous earlier draft was actually a member of the bridge crew, so it was already kind of being set up as as the navigator. So I'm wondering if they kind of like slip streaming ideas because certain things would. Or work could it be that one of the Glen crew crew got transformed into this tardigrade at some point? Well, it's, it, it exists as a real creature, so I'm assuming yeah. it's just kind it's, of been exploded out from kind yeah. of like microscopic well, yeah. There's that throwaway line where it's um, it, the only animal in real life that is, that is, a, is a micro... Yeah, like water bear or whatever they're called. And it's a bit duney, that whole yeah. kind of idea of like spice... And, the navigator. And, yeah, yeah so it's, it's a bit kind of interesting. Well, I, I think it's better than I expected it to be. Yeah, Much better than I expected it to be. I mean, even though it's... still got a way to go before it's... Star Trek to me, I think. Yeah, it, it, it's it's. I feel like it's trying too hard to go into the kind of like the dark, edgy, golden yeah, age of television yeah. type type Game yes. of Thrones thing. And it's like, but even even when it's doing that, I've, I'm just so happy that I, Star Trek's back on TV. I think that's it on the fence and trying to please both the movie fans and the TV show yeah. fans, and that's where they fall. But like the, the movie fans, it's like they're just action movies, and that, yeah. that's not what Star Trek is. No. I did like this week that they dedicated a whole thing to we're not we're not like we're not soldiers we're scientists and we're explorers and yeah, we yeah. should rather than figuring out how to turn this thing to a weapon we should try and understand it and but I she's did, that, the only that was one on the ship at the minute that's yeah I've got, I've got to say I, I, I am quite enjoying Anthony Rapp's character who yes you know, like yeah, the, pure, the pure scientist yeah, yeah. 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 and yeah. Doug Jones special mention still brilliant he is amazing. iconic I love Saru he's like a camp idol He's just like he's brilliant with his he, Lady Gaga shoes. He's he like seven most, feet tall. He is the biggest sniper of any he's kind. So of shady. Like, yeah, I was saying nice things about you when I thought I was never going to see you again. Like, I just yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's you in space. <laughs> Are any of you watching After Trek? Yes, because yes, it also it also plays on Netflix. So, I, and I'm really enjoying that. Worth watching. I haven't watched any of it. Yes, I no. like it. One answer: can't... yes or no. <laughs> you know, no. All right, that saved me three an hour a week then. <laughs> Time for some top trumps. I think, As, I think someone's broken Keith. Yes. <laughs> it's too hot. As Mr. Matt Lucas is in town this week for Birmingham Comedy Festival, I thought we'd bring out the Little Britain top trumps, which we've been holding back for quite some time. Yes, I've even retrieved a loo from the drawer who we now turned into Weird Al Yankovic as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't not have that moustache. <coughs> right, to start us off, Phil, pick a category. Okay, well... There's I... no emotional damage on the cards, just in case. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Um... Age and the oldest wins, and I'm going to go with. Uh, are we doing I like how they've written it on the card. Just in case, are we stop d- people like you, Ryan. <laughs> are we doing? Um, are, we, are we reading out the, the catchphrase that's on the? Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. In, so, in character. What if you don't know the characters? <laughs> yeah. you just make it up from the make it up. So mine, uh, uh, age sixty-two. Call me Bubbles, darling. Everybody does. Call me Bubbles, darling, darling. 
Oh, it's Julie Cooper. <laughs> so this is the only character on my um, in my deck that is like not problematic <laughs> as much as the others. Yeah. But Bubbles Devere was like, yeah, she was the um, she was the highlight. She, uh, yes, yeah, I loved Bubbles. Bubbles, darling, darling. Callum, I've got Mrs. Emery. I don't actually remember who that is. She's some sort of old lady. And she's 80. 80? Hello, dear. Hello, dear. Hello, dear. I don't remember her. She was the plastic bag shop lady. Want a bag? Want a bag, dear? Want a bag? I don't remember her. No. No? No. No? I think it was the charity shop ladies. No? Never mind. Moving on. George. (laughs) Can I force Callan to do all the voices? I think that's going to be much funnier. Like, that's going to be really amusing. Uh, I'm going to burn a card because I can't win. I've got Anne, who oh. apparently is a whopping 39. I'm going to see if I make Callan do the noises. Oh, I really don't want to do this one. Ha <laughs> It's going to be hilarious. That's pretty there close. You go. That was yeah. good. Yeah, that was a good, good effort. Thanks. <laughs> Keith. Look in the eyes, not around the eyes. Look in the eyes. Uh. Three, two, one, you're back in the room. Uh, Kenny Craig, who is uh, 38, so I'm burning him. He's my oldest character that I've got, so yeah. yeah. Dave. And I'm, I'm just going to go for Mr. Cleaves, who is 57, in the style of the Elephant Man. I've never watched the show. I have no frame of reference whatsoever. I don't remember that one I either. don't remember that one. That yeah. was not a great character. Yeah. I think he was a teacher. Yes. Go on. Looks like it. Yeah, again, I didn't watch this uh, piece of rubbish television. Um, I've got Dennis Waterman, so obviously somebody was making a right, joke. Right, the theme tune. Sing the theme tune. Sing making a joke of Minder or something like that. Yes. And he was uh, tiny. Yes. yes. Yeah. Right. So it's just him. They're just getting into saying, I can be so good for you. Yeah. That's not funny. Pathetic. Age 57. I That's have... a good song. Yes. <laughs> I have Florence Rose. Oh. One of the most problematic characters yeah. with yeah. modern culture. Right. And the quote is... I'm a lady. I do ladies' things. <laughs> Age 46. So Callan won that one, didn't yes. he? Yes. Right, pick yeah. an X category. Right. I've got Andy Pipkin. <laughs> Would that one? That was the worst. <laughs> that was terrible. Well, I appreciate that one. Well, 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 That's on. better. That's give me, better. Give me a score. Smelliness. 49. Wow. <laughs> he was a whiffy character. He was. George. Uh... I've got the other half of your card. I've got Emily Howard, who was also a lady. Um, her smelliness is 41, which is not very ladylike, I have no. to say. Keith? I, I do love the look of utter disgust on your face with these cards. I'm not even going to say this catchphrase, uh, but it's David Thomas. Uh, um, uh, is, is it about a village by any chance? Yeah. Yeah. And he's the only one of them yes. in the village, which I don't believe for a minute. Um, uh, he's got a smelliness of six. Well kept. So, I mean, for a man who wore as much rubber as he did, that seems <laughs> yes. unlikely. That quite yeah. yes. I mean, even, the, even the look on his face on that card, he's wondering why he's wearing what he's wearing. Yeah. It's yes. like it's not it's not pinching him in all the right places. <laughs> Dave, uh, I'm gonna go with. Ting Tong and Lightkey. Oh. I'm not. Oh. Yeah. Yes, we'll not touch that one with a no. Oh. <laughs> Did uh, we forget about that character until Dave just mentioned it? Smelliness, 30. Oh. I have our very own Lou Todd, the counterpart to Callum's card, and in doll form as well. Smelliness of only 10. Which surprised me considering Andy was so small. Going. Uh. I've got a woman called Maggie Blackamore, who looks like my dead man. Uh, <laughs> smelliness 40. 
I don't know what, what was her. What was her? Oh, she was the WI lady who threw up at everything. Oh, oh. yeah. I'm being reminded why I never watched this yeah. show. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, considering this show was only on the air like 10 years ago, it's really, even at the time, dated. it hadn't aged yeah. well. Like, it's like 10 years ago, this wasn't okay. Yeah. It's really dated since. Mm. I mean, on the subject, I've got Desiree Devere, who is the <laughs> other wife of Bubbles' yes. husband, who is David Williams in a fat suit and blackface. <laughs> Uh, smelling us of 33. Doubling that one up there. You won that one then? Was it? Me, again. <laughs> I'm not letting you pick again. Guy, pick a category. Uh, Michael Dinner, which I suppose is some kind of spin on Michael Winner. You it, know what? it was basically a fat man who went around and ate at restaurants. Right. It, it does sound. I, I, I could I could sympathise with this character. I, uh, <laughs> I once installed with Michael Winner on Twitter and he had a go at me back. I think I was slagging off. Um, is it a film he made, The Death Wish? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he had a go at me back. So I, th- I think I just turned around and calmed down Michael. Hey, oh. um, oh, 78 age. I've got go on, Phil. Marjorie Dawes. Dust anybody? Dust. He says here, you said you had fruit for lunch. What was it? A chocolate orange? Uh, age 40. Yes. We'll not go into the curry segment of that future. Oh, my God. Oh, oh yeah. Callum? I have Roy, and I don't actually remember who that is. Nope. No idea. Nope. His country's Margaret Margaret. 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 Oh, one of the genuinely funny bits yeah. with the disappointed horse picture. Yeah. The what? He, he was like a man who was looking for a picture of a disappointed horse. He run the shop, basically. Sounds oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Pirate memory game. Yes. Yeah. That one. Yes, well, unfortunately, he's only 55, so... George? I've got another character I don't remember existing. Des K, uh, but he's 46, <gasps> whoever the heck he is. Oh, he was the former remember? children's presenter who was basically a sex offender? Yes. So, oh, OK. Yeah. Wiggle waggle. Wiggle woo. Yes, wiggly woo. Wiggly woo. Yeah. Keith? Don't go giving me evils. I don't oh. know if that's right. Uh, uh, Vicky Pollard, apparently she, she was 14. She, apparently she's from the country now as well. Yeah. What? I don't, I don't do accents. No. Dave. Uh, yeah, Sebastian Love, age 30. Who? Show us. Who? He was the Prime Minister. Oh, today. the Prime Minister. Oh, oh yeah. Sebastian. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I have probably the worst character ever to appear in Little Britain. All of them. Harvey Pincher. You won't know it until I say <gasps> the cat truth. Oh, um, Bitty. Bitty. Oh. <laughs> Age 32. Before we move on, nobody picked this particular car- category, and there might be a reason, but I'm wondering about, because I have a thing Warts. about top trumps, yeah, top trumps being factual information about real things that can be proven. <laughs> Who went around and thought that Vicky Pollard has got 16 warts? <laughs> Who well, Bubbles has 18. Andy right. Pipkin has 20. We'll go for the rest of the characters to see if they, they bring can back we, any can kind we see, of PTSD. Can we also tell us how many warts they've got? Yes. So, <laughs> Viv Tudor. He's gorgeous. Oh, I was gorgeous. Could you, gorgeous. The, could you do the catchphrase and we'll see if we can t- tell you who it is? That's what I just did. Oh, <laughs> did you do the name first? Yes. And the warts 2. Mr. Man, you know me, I'm easy. No, no, blank. Ray, McCo- Ray McCooney, maybe I do, maybe I don't. Blank. Scottish no. hotel owner. No. Sir Bernard Chumley, I didn't push her. No. No. Oh, uh, he's I like the old yeah. actor. Yeah. If I remember. Dame Sally Markham, how many pages, darling? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the Barbara. Yes. Dame Bar- he died Dame in my Barbara arms. Partner. That'll do. Yeah. Yes. Dudley Punt, nobody says you're, no one's saying you're hideous. No. 
Nope. I think no. it was Ting Tong to the half. Oh, God. Uh. Carol Beer, computer says no. Uh. Uh. Reverend Jesse Kings, user. Oh, hallelujah, I is from the ghetto. Oh, oh my God. God. Moving swiftly on. That's Matt Lucas in blackface. And Matthew Waterhouse, here's one for you, which I have no clue on. Can't remember that one either. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And clean. It's somebody's birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to <laughs> Happy birthday, birthday Mr. Producer. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. You said you didn't want to. Level people. <laughs> you said all you wanted was a card, so we got you a card. And I think, and it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> he literally gushed all over himself when he saw that card. <laughs> I was going to say it was from your wrap because I thought you dropped it on the desk at one point, but you dropped it on your shirt, obviously. Oh, guy. Oh, yeah, I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> guy, hot mess Halford. We found a card that perfectly summed you up. Thanks. Did you not think to lick the envelope? No. <laughs> Reuse it. Being frugal. <laughs> no, I like that. I'm not saying that word because I have to edit it out. <laughs> awkward C. Yes. Awkward oh. C word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so it says awkward C. There's a me, probably me in the queue. It says, do you want any cakes or pastries with that? And it says, if I'd want them, I probably would have really asked for them. <laughs> I think I've had that before. And then there's a massive <laughs> willy drawn inside. <laughs> well coloured in as well. Oh, wow. The, is that, is that yep. spaffing out the, uh, <laughs> my, my birthday name? Wow. Yes. Thank you, guys, for spaffing out my uh, name. Much appreciated. Exactly. Thank, thank you. Which leads us into a new feature. What? How old are we? How <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're asking the millennial of that group. <laughs> Work. Yes. yes. To work out our ages after the shocking revelation he thought Guy was 40. <laughs> <laughs> is this is this going to be in a way that he can ask us one question and from that question yes. he has to gauge Ooh, our age? Oh, like okay. That's good. Yes. okay. So you know Phil's age? Yes. So that leaves this half of the room. So well, who do you want to ask first? Well, I know Phil's age and I know... <gasps> well, we have established that he might know my age, but Callan has clearly forgotten my name. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! No. Wow! Can we fire Callum? Because you've had two weeks out of the studio. That's what it is. My God! My God! I'm not going to tell you. You're just going to have to try and remember. Okay. Well, I'm going to guess you're 27. Yes, because I told you earlier. Yes, exactly. That's how I know I'd get that one right. But the important thing is, what's what? What's is? her name? <laughs> oh my God! Wow. You can, you can ask. Like, you can ask one question in order to determine. You literally it, which just isn't... added me on Instagram, which has my <laughs> name on it. Because <laughs> you added, you sent me a request. So I was just like, oh, no I'm mobile phone assistance. Wait, wait. T- if it begins with G, if it begins with G, it's not To use the our regular phrase in regards to you, out. <laughs> Yeah, this is, a this, is why, this is why I don't ever say anyone's name on air because right, I can't so remember So you've got the first letter, name. second letter. <laughs> <laughs> so like hangman. Wait, how many? Wait, how long is this podcast again? Isn't it George? Yay! 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 There we go. That was painful. <laughs> that was dragged. Let's scrap the stage speech. I think we should go around to make Cullen name everyone. <laughs> and, and this is from the guy who falls asleep in lectures. The yeah. future of this country is in dubious hands. <laughs> Right, do you want to guess the person standing next to George? His name and age. 
Oh my god. Oh my actual god. My god. I did say I can't remember people's names. It would take like three months. After three months, it'd be fine so I remember everyone's name. We haven't got three months to record this podcast, Karen. I forget celebrities' names because I don't care that much. He's numbered us, hasn't he? He's like, tall one, other tall one, shorter one. He would have shaved head today, now he's massively confused. (laughs) I no longer recognise you, you're a different person now. Ginger (laughs) one. I'm going to say hungover one. Does that <laughs> ring a bell? Prosecco one. Are we basically all the... Uh, the our names are all episodes of Friends. No, I think <laughs> the, the one with the parting, the one with the glasses. I think no. what it is is Callan thinks he's like... It's like in a sitcom we're all just background characters and he's the main character. I mean, that's how I view you all. I mean, we're be, NPCs, that's what we are. Yes. To be fair, if, uh, Prosecco one sounds like Phil's Star Wars Starfighter nickname. Prosecco one. <laughs> be the, if I ever have a boat, that's what I'm calling it. Prosecco boat. Prosecco one. No cheating by looking on Twitter. I didn't, for I didn't look on Twitter. Twitter. That would be I, I, I don't think you'd say, you'd stop at one. Would yes. you really? Prosecco. Twenty-seven. Forty-nine. I mean, the thing is, I can never have just one. That's that's why I'm always hungover when we're recording this podcast. Mm. Prosecco's the net boat name, and in brackets underneath it says, "I can never just have one." No, <laughs> just the infinity symbol. <laughs> <laughs> So how old is uh, it's number four? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how old is Keith? Is what you're trying to say? Hey. We gave him time. We gave him time. <laughs> See, it just took time imagine, for it to. Imagine he calls you Mr. Tim's. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy's Mr. Tim's. No. You mean that isn't his name? <laughs> how old do you think Keith is? Um. So. You've got a few grey hairs, but not a lot. Wow. Says you're okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm gonna say. 48? I like how everybody's backing away. Ooh, that's, 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 that's not too bad. bad. That's pretty close. How, how far off am I? Yes. Uh, well, I'll be fifty in a couple of months. So. Yeah. David, um, <laughs> you've just told him the name. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined the game. <laughs> yeah, but imagine you called him Whitney. He's like, oh, yeah, that guy's Whitney. <laughs> um, in Coldworth. <laughs> I'm thinking sort of early 30s. So I'm thinking maybe 32. Mm, 30. Okay. That's, it's, within with, a, with, yeah, within yeah, a reasonable error. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it in the same zip Right. It is like watching a child try and guess how old the grown-ups are. <laughs> Do we all just look the same to you? Right. So I'm your last one now. My name is on the show. So yes, if you I don't know. know my name by now. I have to say your name. It's not geeky. <laughs> <laughs> or Brummy. Brummy. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Brummy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say sort of mid-30s, because I think you're a bit older than David, so maybe 34. Five or thirty-six? Thirty-four. Oh, mid-thirties, okay. <laughs> it's because the hair. Anger is very aging. Yeah. It's the hair and the wrinkles. Wrinkles. I love how you're. Too, <laughs> I love how you're two years yeah. younger than me. <laughs> right. What? Lastly, so, lastly, Phil then. You, we've yeah, so. you know Phil's age. We just huh? had this debate, do we? Yes. yes. At the start of well, the well, I, I, I want him to guess now. <laughs> he remembers my name. That's because you're verified. That's the only reason why. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, probably late twenties, early thirties. So maybe like twenty-nine. I'll take that. I'm thirty. Fair enough. Yeah. You, the fact you've actually just admitted that, I'm proud of you. For- <laughs> I I don't mind being thirty. 
I mean, I haven't been sober for any of it yet. <laughs> Are you weather? <laughs> so is that literally, if we merged Phil and Callan together, you get me? Is that, what, is that what happens? Yeah. yeah. Callan, how old are you? 20. <laughs> he said that in a way that he wasn't quite convinced. I was uh, 20, question mark. My parents have told me 20. I, I, don't, I don't like being 20 because it's like I'm no longer a teenager. No, and it's like, like oh, 40. <laughs> I think who? Could, could the entire of Callan, Callan's life spiral out of control when he admits that he's actually a lot older? That's why he falls asleep in his lectures. He's, like, <laughs> he's got Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, I'm he's actually 90. 70. <laughs> this is why I forget everyone's name. We already proved he's younger than a penguin, so... Yes, I'm, I'm one year younger than that penguin. <laughs> so, Ryan. Yes. As it was my birthday, and on the actual live show we do, we play music. You let me play music as a treat yes. today. And I bought in a copy of Scatman John that's coming because you go... So, anyway, when you were talking about Star Trek Discovery, I was lining up the track ready to play. And obviously, when you line up vinyl, you have to move it back slightly to give it to the beginning of the track to line up. So... I was doing that with Scatman John, and I repeated the process numerous times because of what I was hearing to me was very amusing. So I'm going to play Scatman John, and then I'm going to reverse it. So you hear Scatman John in reverse because it's genius. But you need to press, can you press the button? Yes, right when I'm not breaking the microphone. Thank you. So I'm going to play it forward first. Wait, that's a little bit at the beginning. It's the Klingons. It's, it's Twin Peaks. Do you want to hear it at a slow speed? Yes. And that was at a slower speed. I still couldn't repeat that. It sounds like a demonic starship engine. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like someone's flooded their engine slightly. I'm a scatman! That was terrifying. <laughs> so, that I sounded think, like that's something the CIA would use to torture people. I think, guy, if you're going to be doing stuff backwards and slow down all the rest of it, see if you can get a Twister record and slow that right down. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was amusing me while you were doing Star Trek Discovery. Um, that's quite creepy as well. I would mm-hmm. probably screw the record if I paid eight pounds for that. Eight pounds. I paid eight pounds for Scatman John. Eight pounds for Scatman John on forty-five. Oh, yeah. It's not even the album. Oh, you, do you, mate, do you want the rest of a Scatman John album? You've heard <laughs> Scatman's world. It's not even got a picture cover. I know. Wow. It's even missing the inner, inner bits. It's, it's come out of a, it's yeah. come out of a jukebox. That one has. It was yeah. a jukebox single. It was a jukebox single. But there you go. Now you know what sounds Scatman John sounds like. So next time you do a, I want to hear it done backwards. Well, I already reversed John Barrowman for the Twin Peaks special, and that freaked me out as it was. <laughs> I think any reversing of John Barrowman is going to be quite freaky. The reverse John Barrowman is my favourite sexual position. <laughs> 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 I'm 
going to sit down now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Why how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even a tiny bit sorry about that. <laughs> It stinks <laughs> as well. It really stinks. It's like not even good chili sauce. It's not even chip shop chili sauce. This is budget chili sauce. Talking of chili, my chili bottle still going strong. Oh I do love my chili bottle. It's good. In fact, this week I saw a few TV shows, and I'm sure in the background, characters had chili bottles, and they had one that was a brushed silver one, which I quite liked, and I think I might get another one actually in brushed silver. You've got money to burn. Actually, no, you don't, because I know you don't have money to burn. <laughs> He's bought the optional brush now. He needs to like use that investment to get a second bottle for. I might rent them out. I might have a whole kind of chili bottle rental your scheme. You'll be your lovely wife. She <laughs> likes car warmed water. Um, so yeah. Sorry, what's car warmed water? It's it's water you put in the car on a long tr- on a long journey that starts cool and nice and refreshing, but after several hours in a car without air conditioning, it tastes like garbage when you come to drink it. And then the plastic like um like puts out chemicals, and then that's how you get diseases. We have got we have got one of those like. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not a plastic one, but I'm quite looking forward to that. We're going on a, we're going on a coach trip. Entertaining and informative. Hang on a minute. No, this just sounds like you're trying to sell chili bottles. I'm not trying you to sell them. He's a shill. Chili I'm a reseller. Yeah, I've got some snake oil at the back if you want to have some of that yeah. as well. The Weird news from one of our British papers, the Telegraph. So there was a plane flying yesterday. So unusual. And we all remember. That's the weirdest news ever. Do we all remember what Friday the third? What the, yesterday was Friday the thirteenth. You just told yes. us. Yes. yes. So, would you board flight six 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 on Friday the thirteenth? <laughs> the last ever flight six six because they've retired the number. As I'm not superstitious, yes. Yeah. Would you also get the flight to hell on flight six six on Friday the thirteenth? Why are they flying to my yes. hometown? So hell, as in Helsinki. <laughs> flight six six. Yeah. On Friday the thirteenth. Were they discounted flights? It was Finnair from Copenhagen to Helsinki, Finland. And apparently it was the cheapest flight they've done for quite some time for some reason. They couldn't get people to sign up. Oh, I didn't go, I didn't go I, for that. I, I live yeah, for drama, right. so I would have, just, yeah, I would have yeah. done it. Yeah. Callan, you're a student. You'd blag anything for free right now. Yes. I feel you're a blagger as well. So you'd <laughs> it for Thank you. So, we know that Phil will do it for the Instagram stories alone. Yes. <laughs> Cheap place to Helsinki. Yeah, I'm there. Yes. Yeah. Nordic Airlines has flown brave passengers from Copenhagen to Helsinki on Friday the 13th since 2006. However, this is the last time Flight 666 will fly to hell as the airline has decided to retire the number from this week. Today will be the last final time that our flight AY666 flies directly to hell. As of October the 29th, all our flight numbers in our network will change and AY666 will change to AY954. In 11 years, we've, we've flown 21 times back and forth on AY666 flight to hell on Friday the 13th. Frankly, veteran pilot... Um, that's a made-up name. Veteran pilot, Yuha Pekka... Kidasto is saying he wasn't superstitious about flying on the day. It's been a joke amongst the pilots. I'm not a superstitious man. It's only coincidence for me. If any of our passengers are anxious about Flight 666, our cabin crew are always happy to help them. And it did arrive safely. Are they going to put them up, the prices, now, as a result? They've, they've, they've cottoned on that everybody gets, the point, likes yeah. to get free, cheap tickets on Friday the 13th on that flight. On Flight 666. They're going to put the prices up. Hmm. Scandalous. Capitalism. 
I bet it would be a, a fun tale to tell your children once your children I flew on flight 66 to hell on Friday the 13th. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, that's where you're going from. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, imagine, I imagine my kids looking at me going, yeah, and? <laughs> yeah. What? I feel like you need to live a better life if that's the only story you have to tell your kids. Yeah. I thought it felt under weird news just about. Yeah. That was pretty much the dullest story we've had for a long time. <laughs> it was, Aeroplane flies to place on It day. was neither weird nor news. <laughs> but we well, appreciate the effort. In all the it was press. mildly yeah. comedic. It wasn't weird. Mild it wasn't news. really news. It was just <laughs> mild news. Mildly the story would have taken a great turn if the plane had like crash landed yeah, yeah. or <laughs> the devil had turned up or a volcano exploded. He's too busy or... on Ryanair at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> or Monarch. Oh. Um, but yeah. Nobody's been busy on Monarch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Right, that's pretty much it for us on Geekubrami this week. Phil, do you want to tell us where we can find our wonderful work online? You can find us at Geekubrami on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and also just have a pun and search for us on, I don't know, like Tinder, Grinder, Scruff, Match.com, JDate, Christian Mingle. You, you mention Christian Mingle every week. And I'm, I have meant in the past to stop you there, to just go... Which one of us would get on Christian Mingle? Because I don't think I'd get on Callan. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we know he does. We so have, set up we have actual verified Christian proof then. that he has been mingling with Christian. <laughs> <laughs> mingling with... So it's legit. Yeah. Mingling with known Christians. <laughs> yeah. Even After if they were surprise Christians, you still mingle with Christians. <laughs> Other s- other doctrines are available. <laughs> I'll have to set up the official geeky probably. Um, Christian. Surprise Christian sounds like what? Sounds like a blind date. Bill. <laughs> yeah. like oh my god! <laughs> actually, I mean, I'll tell you about that off air. But I mean, I, ha- I have a tale for he you. Surprised a few Christians in his. Time. I was thinking more the Spanish Inquisition, to be honest. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guy, where can we find you online? Right, when you're not you reeking of chili you, sauce. You reek of chili sauce. It's horrible. It's oh. stuck in the back of my throat. I'm going to be the smelly it, person it, on the train on my way back. Oh. You're going to get your own top trumps card. Guy, you know what this is? Karma. I'm stressed now. I'm, <laughs> do you know what? I'm just going to... Somebody, somebody start smelling from me. I'm going to turn around and go, do you know what? It's you. With your chili sauce stain. Yeah, it's just all like... And that's just sweat, mate. Belly sweat. Um, <laughs> oh. uh, you can find me on Twitter, Guy underscore Halford, Instagram vinyl, Guy H. Washing his clothes. Yeah. Why do I sound so quiet? I don't know. Phil, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Philip Ellis. If you want to see pictures of his shaven haven. <laughs> <laughs> and on. Stop touching my head without my consent. <laughs> I don't, know which, I don't know which one of you that was, but I don't like it. No touching, people. No touching. And you can find me on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. Look for the ginger man with the blue tick. Not oh. the stand-up comedian. Hang on a minute. We're not going to be able to find a ginger man with the blue tick. Because you've got any yeah. ginger anymore. Haven't updated my branding yet, have I? I only did it yesterday. In a few days, look for the buzz cut with the blue tick. Yes. <laughs> so how do you feel that there's now a stand-up comedian who's been on TV with your name? I, I, can, I, I feel like I'm... I, Philip Ellis. I, uh, 
He's actually like tried to stump you with the Philip Ellis. I mean, that's what people do like, when like, their name has already been taken. It's like an off-brand Philip Ellis trying to like come in. You're it's like, fine. He's the like other the one Oreo isn't verified. He's, he's not verified either. Yes. So. How many followers does he have? Ooh. Oh. I'm, Keith, I'm to the phone. <laughs> to, to the phone. <laughs> Fire up the guy Halford. That's the wrong letters language. <laughs> the the Philip Ellis currently has four thousand and thirty three followers. Yes. What's his follower to followee ratio? Well, he, he's only following six hundred and twenty nine people, but he has got a picture of himself with a basset hound on his <laughs> thing, which is kind of like you know strange. Yeah, uh, but that's a winner because people like dogs. But the Philip Ellis. Has a uh, top Trump winning follow. Well, I'm going to make some top Trump like Twitter cards. They'll be ace. Uh, has five thousand three hundred followers, and he's following one thousand nine hundred and fifty six. Yeah, I am. So he's the Mozart of oversharing in search of a free a freelance commissions and a Manhattan. Ooh, that's me. He sounds quite interesting. Oh, it's you. Need- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just scrolled up a bit and saw a picture. I think so. you need to interview the other Philly fellas and get this beef recorded. Oh, please. <gasps> Please do that. How dare your parents name you the same as me? <laughs> oh, I should have used that picture. Is he a, a 2L Philip or a 1L Philip? Oh, if, he's a 1, oh. I think. That's even worse. That's, <laughs> like, that's just like he's staining my identity. Well, I mean, he even pulled the same pose as you. <laughs> that, see, that's quite Phil's, shocking, isn't it? I, more. I am disgusted. The eyebrow has raised. If he, if he just went ginger, he would look exactly like Phil. It, I, I might, I might. I might. <laughs> oh, oh, my, oh my god, I just got a migraine from not swearing at you and also throwing hands. It looks like a Callan, run. It looks like a couple of mugshots of a couple of hipsters. <laughs> if, I, if and when I have a mugshot, it's going to be iconic. Like Paris Hilton. I, not not yeah. that I'm, I want to be presumptuous or whatever, but what if they became a couple? What would happen then? I've if always wanted the to fi- cry out my own name during coitus. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the Philip Ellis's. <laughs> like, oh you can imagine at a royal function, ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce the oh Philip Ellis's. But then I could, when we got married, we could just double barrel. So, hi, I'm Philip Ellis Ellis. God. I just imagine it. If Phil, you had a child. Oh, Phil, Phil, oh, Phil. <laughs> Philip Ellis Ellis. If you had a child, you could call it Philip Philip. So it'd be <laughs> Philip, Philip Ellis Ellis. I'm Philip Ellis Ellis. I'm proud of Ellis Ellis. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Philip Ellis Ellis. Philip Ellis Ellis. Philip Ellis Ellis. Isn't this the plot to Inception? Yeah. <laughs> this is just like my daydream like recursive Ellis's <laughs> Callan where can we find you you can find me online at at Dane's radio or insulting the rest of the team <laughs> you bad run back alley after this show mate <laughs> or if I survive you can find me in person at the audio and radio industry awards hosted by the radio academy this week are you up for the war? Huh? Are you up for the award or are you just attending? I'm just attending. I'm not actually nominated. <laughs> He's just mooching for I some free wine. I can tell you that being He's, not yeah. the award winning person. So, in other words, he's doing he's doing a Phil Alice. Yes. I'll just come in with my awards. So, unless he's going around every table dropping off geeky brummy flyers, it's like you know this is it's got to be promoting yeah. our show over there. I think the terrible he needs to get USB sticks with the show on and just, yeah, just scattered around. I'm saying, Ryan, how many of those bricks of flyers have you got left? Yeah, <laughs> George. As I remember your name. Thank you, yeah. Um, I mean, you can probably find me beating up Callan outside. Um, But after that, you can find me on the social medias, Caramel Latte Kiss, two L's everywhere apart from on Twitter, where it's one L, or you can find me at caramellattekiss.com. 
Mr. Bloomfield. Um, generally, Hardlock Hotel. I'm currently considering re- trying to remove the underscore on the Twitter one because uh, I don't know if that's a pain <coughs> in the ass. Although I am now considering being Pyramid Keith. Uh, I quite like that, actually. So I might redo that. But yeah, basically, Hardlock Hotel, and if it's not Count Duckula, it's probably me. And you're currently listed under the horror of it all. The horror of it all on Twitter for October. You know, because it's like... Basically. We haven't done your usual Halloween. Oh I, well, I did one actually, um, but then I, I, I'm gonna, only going to do it for Halloween week because it's a bit of a ruder one than usual. So usually, <laughs> I, before I've been serial filler, um, but this year I'm Schlong Island medium. I think you should have gone for the ghost of Hillary Clinton. But. Well, I also oh. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I I did toy with the idea of being a <laughs> lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't we all, for, for the horror of it all, all just change our Twitter handles to um, Donald Trump? Because that's the most horrific yeah. thing in the world at the moment. Oh, yeah, allegedly. That's not, you know... <laughs> that's I'm not, not slander. I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. Anybody just any person with called the, yeah, Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Bring it. Dave, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, dwit3187. Instagram and Facebook are both aces and armour. You can find me... Boarding a flight to hell. Yeah, now boarding flight 666 to hell now boarding flight 666 I really hope they played um, Dark Side of the Moon what, what that track is at the start what's it called I forget I've completely gone out of my head now The Great Gig in the Sky no it's no. before that uh, one Dave Gilmore Guitar Ranquery wouldn't it have been like wouldn't they have played like an Iron Maiden song or something yeah or ACDC Highway to Hell that would have been the best well isn't there, like the whole song at the very start of Dark Side of the Moon that sounds like the plane crash I don't know apart from money I don't really Get out! Get out! Anyway, you can find me online at Ryan Parish, my personal Twitter. You can find the food bloggy stuff at rubygormond.com. Which is, is award winning compared to other sites that should remain I, I, unmentioned. I'm proud owner of two Geeky Rummy Awards. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. And you can find us all at Geeky Rummy on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Wherever Phil said earlier on. Yeah, watch our EGX video, because I watched the Jinx uh, Last Hour team at EGX this week, which was a broadcast television program. And not that I want to like blow my own trumpet. One, I don't own a trumpet, and I'm not very good at blowing. But <laughs> <laughs> I thought our footage was pretty good, actually. So, yeah, go and check. We've only had 43 views, and we've only got a few subscribers. So go and subscribe. If you're listening to this show, you're on Facebook, you're on Twitter... Go subscribe. You don't have to watch anything after that. Just subscribe. It's what every other YouTuber does. They just want you to subscribe. So it's got big numbers. You don't have to watch anything. Just subscribe. And please don't forget to also like, comment, share, and tell all your friends about our amazing podcast. It'd be nice to get some feedback. It helps people find us, and also we really need the validation. Yes. Yes. If anybody would like to cosplay us for Halloween this year as well, you know, you can always ask us. We'd like to see your photos based on the descriptions you've had from Callan today. (laughs) I think I just get cosplayed around Old Town anyway there just seems to be a lot of fat men with beards and check shirts <laughs> I saw one yesterday that looked like you to be fair I was going to take a picture of him but yeah but I mean that... I, I, I mean I am a style icon I, I, I originate yeah. the style you are, you are style. battling with the Sleaford Mods cosplay that's around a lot recently mm. yes but pretty much that's it thanks everybody Had can San Pellegrino still looking for that sponsorship if you want to uh, contact us <laughs> yeah. Or if any uh, sweet chilli manufacturers would like to sponsor us, Guy would <laughs> like to smell of your product all the time. <laughs> it's a good job I didn't buy the one that was going out of date because it would have been slightly oh. smelly. Oh. Well, so you guys got lucky there. From Lynx, new it's sweet chilli like flavour. bit in Anchorman, isn't it? But with sweet chilli sauce instead of Sex Panther. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyway. Yep. We'll leave it there. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Happy birthday, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.